This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Detroit City 313. It's the first official Victory Monday in lineup history. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Lions 27, Vikings. No, sorry. Lions 29, Vikings 27. Boys, this was a big win yesterday. First official win. Losing streaks over. First win in 364 days. Last win was in Soldier Field literally a year ago. Um, we have been that bad for that long. Um, we have one of the best records now in December of this year. So let's pat ourselves on the back. Um, we're still ranked at last on the power rankings. So this is a big day. It's Monday, Victory Monday. I need all of you guys. We're going round table right now. Take us back where you were during this drive last night that solidified a victory for the Lions that actually put a W in the win column. So I want to know who you were with where you were at, and what you did on that game-winning pass. Andrew, hit us up. Once we started giving up the lead, I said, I'm done. I walked to the bar, started drinking, and just seeing that ball go to St. Brown's pants, I just put my fist up. I almost shed a tear. And <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've been happy that happy in quite, quite a long time. It was, it was amazing. I chugged the rest of my Bud Light and just – Set a prayer, thanking God. <laughs> what a day! I definitely celebrated too hard, but it was like we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was it was worth every moment. Loved it, Maddie. I want you to picture this for me. I want you to create this image in your head. I'm in a shop right in Nutley, New Jersey, doing my weekly grocery shopping because you know that's what a normal 31 year old does on a Sunday. Um, I am in the checkout counter. I peeped down on my phone. It is 29-27 Vikings. Andrew, it's a it's a text, it's a text uh, chat for us. Need to go down and get six with less than two minutes left. I put my phone back in my pocket. My girlfriend goes, How are the Lions doing? I go, it's another Sunday in Detroit. And I put my phone back in my pocket. <clears throat> I grab my four bags of massive groceries and I start my schlep back to our vehicle. Throw my phone down on the glove box, put my head back. Think nothing of it. <clears throat> Thinking the game's over. I got my Vikings minus one teaser sitting somewhere in my pocket too. Like, oh, no problem. Drive back home, you know, relax the rest of the Sunday. And then my glove box starts doing. It's our chat. <laughs> 29 text messages later from 30 different people saying, oh my God, congratulations. Like I'm actually Martha Ford's freaking husband. And then I read that Jared Goff finally orchestrated the drive out of a movie really exciting stuff and i didn't get a chance to watch initially but i got a bunch of texts telling me what happened so the whole world congratulated me as if i was a part-time owner which i kind of feel like i am at this point so that was my sunday i love it at least you're honest um so 
I went to the Jets game, so maybe this is something new that we need to do. James needs to start going to East Rutherford and going to MetLife Stadium while the <laughs> the Lions are playing because that's the new thing. So we got we got we had a few good things that kicked it off for us yesterday. So I hit my first player, you know, prediction. So coincidence, like I said, we're going we're batting five hundred in December. Um, better yet, comes with the Lions dub. So now we pair that up. Um, and yeah, I mean, my walkthrough was. We, you know, I was at an upper deck in MetLife with some Eagles fans and, uh, you know, you know, Jets had that game at the beginning and they blew it. So we left a few minutes early. And um, as we get into a $125 Uber in New Jersey to go 2.5 miles, um, Detroit fans, you don't know about that because you don't live in an area where shit's jacked up that high, but $125 Uber to go two and a half miles we pull into the house in Rutherford about literally the play before the game winning pass. And um, yeah, no, I thought a game was over too, because I think Andrew, you wrote to me down two games over um, missed the March of, uh, of Goff, And then boom, I'm St. Brown victory dance game over lions. Got the dub lions got the dub. And I did say at the end of the pod and everyone doubted me last week, little lions, money lines, sprinkle that in boom, boom, boom. So <laughs> what a day what a day so um you know you know now back now we'll get we'll get serious but um you know the first thing that I actually caught going through this all was watching Goff you know like not even going to St. Brown after the pass but going right to Dan Campbell so I love the same thing I love that same thing I love that I mean I think that literally is just in, in a nutshell you know what this team has gone through this year and you know who they're playing for at the end of the day and it's 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 obviously for each other but you know for them to go right to Campbell after 11 horrible you know the tie, the tie was a loss at the end of the day so I mean after 11 horrible games um to immediately go to him hug him and just you know like I think that faith is still there right the trust is still in the coaching staff trust is still in the players I mean these guys are still balling out for you know that guy each and every day so that was amazing to see yeah, I, I was shocked that he didn't run to the guy that he threw the ball to, but I don't hate it in the slightest. Seeing him just embrace his coach, the coach embrace his quarterback, it was it was awesome to see that because you think after three months of no wins, you could start turning on each other pretty quick, and the frustration builds, and you didn't see any of that. You see uh, Mrs. Ford in the locker room at the end of the game, you know, embraced. I think Campbell picked her up and hugged her. It was awesome just to see the emotion coming through. It was three months in the making. It was awesome to see that and just joy on everyone's face. It was it was incredible. And, and it's, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think sorry. Um, I think what made this win so crazy is the dramatic losses that we've had during this year. And I keep looking back. I was like, all right, if we beat the Ravens on that kick, and we would have been like one and two or whatever it was at that time, this win would have just been so different and like just because we've lost so many like rip your heart out games like this this loss I mean this win was so much bigger than it probably should have been right and I think going back to like this pod of last week where it's like yeah Vikings are gonna cover minus seven (laughs) and I mean we look back at it now I mean this this team 
does some wild things. And we gave up 27 points and you called their winning. If we give up about 20 or whatever that number was. And, you know, we, we come out and we put up a 20 spot in the first, I mean, the second quarter, I mean, that this team has <laughs> blown our mind in random times. And I mean, this was, this was the best outcome we could ask for. And they've never blown our minds from the offensive side of the ball. It seems mm-hmm. So seeing that today or yesterday, uh, just putting up 29, not something that anyone expected, just like it seems like every other game. Um, but it was amazing to see that. And, you know, just seeing that from the offense, you know, it was it was such a nice surprise. The defense kept us in it as much as they could. Stops on two-point conversions. I think three of them mm-hmm. uh, we stopped every single time. Um, just all around great effort, great game to watch, exciting. And it's something that Detroit is finally happy about. And a great and a great scheme because they were so successful on offense on offense because they threw the ball downfield. They had a great downfield passing attack most of the game. So I think a lot of the offensive success we had can in a way be contributed to that. They were throwing the ball downfield with a good amount of success most of the time. And they hit the big shots when they needed it. And you know, I'm really glad that Goff went over to Campbell first because this team could be very easily have three or four wins, but you know, they're grinding their you know, and like you said, Drew, they could have easily given up a while back, but they're still playing for their coach. It's great to see. So good passing attack, great effort all around. And finally in the win column. Yeah, I think if it was good, last man. year, I don't think anyone would be running to Matt Patricia to give him no, for the first win in week 13. So you love seeing the change. That's the difference. That's such a good point. That's such a like a legit point right there is like the, the two coaches, you put them in that same situation the reactions are like they're they're black and white. They're they're night and day. They don't they don't compare at all. And you know, like I, let's have a hot month. I mean, like we're still in a. I mean, I, I hate wishing to like win now and mess up our draft picks, but like I got I got I got a sense of like you know hype for like the next two games. I mean, we got the Broncos, we got you know Cardinals after Cardinals or Falcons. Um, it's a tough set, but like we're going a mile high now. Um, out to Denver and a team that, you know, just lost to the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. But, you know, I mean, this could be, a you know, the confidence that we just got from this game. You know, who knows what's bound to happen this one now. Um, this pod is all about positivity after that W. So nothing negative. So we're obviously expecting a really good turnout next week now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Overall, great box score, in my opinion. Um, I think this was probably the best offensive side uh, for us. And is it debatable to say the whole season? Um, Solid run game. Goff probably played his best game, just a little under 300 yards by by four yards. Threw a costly pick at the end of the game. Even had a fumble in the fourth quarter. But um, I thought that, that pretty much was the nail in the coffin after those two turnovers. Goff was a little careless there, um, but I mean, wide receiver game very spread out. See, uh, you know, sprinkled across the field. Um, Brock Wright getting involved with that touchdown. Khalif Raymond, two, you know, two big catches. Hawk having a you know back to back touchdown game. Uh, Josh Reynolds highly involved, getting big plays when it mattered. And then Amos St. Brown, you know, double digit catches, little under ninety in a score. I mean, that's a that's a that's a great improvement over you know throughout this year based on like what we're expecting out of him pretty much you know filling the shoes of his draft spot so um and then jack fox 
putting a lethal 55 yard average punt per game, putting us in great defensive position after we had some bad, you know, um, offensive possessions. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you guys think of going for it on fourth and one on our own 28? I know that was a, a strip for the Vikings defense there, but I, I, I didn't hate it personally. I feel like based on last week's drive against the bears, eight minutes and didn't get the ball back. Yeah, I just can't. giving I them twenty yards to work with. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't hate it. Call. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it too much. I'm with you. I thought it was good. I mean, I don't. I didn't think two minutes was enough for us to get a touchdown, but giving them such short field position, I feel like you know, in the long run, it actually it worked out well. He yeah, almost got did. sacked too, and if Goff didn't use his legs there. I mean, that would completely change that drive. Obviously, it would have been a turnover. So. um so I want to go into some, you know, key, you know, points that, you know, I think in my opinion gave us a win here. Um, thank you, Minnesota Vikings, for missing two two-point conversions. So that was huge. Uh, was it three? Three? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. So we're kind of six points. I must have missed the first one. Um, that's huge. I mean, that's a touchdown. <laughs> so shout out to you, the boys. Um, that fourth down stop to end the half. Um in the first half, um, we got the ball back and then, you know, Goff set us up for a field goal. That was huge. Cause I mean, it's not a turnover, but I mean, we were able to capitalize off of the costly, you know, miss. And then again, you know, like we actually got a touchdown when we got a turnover off of cousins, right. Force fumble right around the 50. And then we were able to drive down and touchdown pass to Brock. Right. So, I mean, we did everything in my opinion that we had to do to, you know, get some, you know, return points off of, you know, mistakes by the Vikings. And, you know, I mean, we've been saying this for the last few weeks, like we need to do that in order to win. And we covered our, we, you know, we covered their mistakes. And I think that really put us in a position to win today. I mean, yesterday, sorry. Yeah, definitely did. I mean, like you said, capitalizing off turnovers, which we hardly ever do, or it seems like we've been unable to do up until this point this season, we finally were able to get a couple of turnovers and capitalize on them. Um, I think the young, one of the unsung heroes in this game is going to be Jerry Jacobs, that guy with some of his open field tackles early in the game. He only had one really glaring mishap on that Justin Jefferson deep pass, but he played a hell of a game from a tackling perspective. Mm-hmm. The, guys, the, guys, the guy's getting better and better every week, um, much like Uruwarie. So the, the corner position looking, is looking really, really strong and getting stronger as the weeks go on. So I think that was the one thing that stood out to me watching that game back was how, how much better Jerry Jacobs has gotten week for week. And, um, and Harris, too, he, he played another hell of a game. So watching these two guys kind of develop as the season goes along and watching them get better, it's super encouraging to see. Um, and capitalizing off turnovers, like you said, was a crucial, crucial, crucial part of this game. So let's keep the train rolling, keep the improvements coming, and keep seeing what these young guys can give us as we continue on into Denver. Andrew, what would you say, you know, your their Lions key, you know, I guess success uh, for that game? Do you think it was like that, that outlier second quarter? I mean, for all the points that we haven't scored in the first in the first half that like allowed us to get ahead. Um, you know, what stood out to you that really allowed us to, you know, stay ahead in this game and actually end with a W? Yeah, going back to, I think, what I was talking about last week a bit, it just seemed like the defense is just the bend-don't-break mentality. They get down inside the 10, we get a field goal. 
They're starting to drive in our territory. They don't get too many yards. We forced another field goal. They went three for three on field goals, but that's nine points instead of potentially 21. So things like that, I think over time, they just built up, kept us in the game. And then obviously we were able to get a win. I know there was one drive. I think it was first and goal on the nine, and then they finished it. Their third and goal play was from the 13 or 14 and complete pass. So th- things like that, the defense was just keeping us in the game just enough to give us a chance at the end. So some th- th- those are the things that I think really have stood out to me the last few weeks, just getting stops when we have to, occasional turnovers, forcing field goals. And we see how competitive we've been. So it's, it's nice to finally see us get a win uh, after the defense has been helping us with so much. Those, those three two-point conversions they had, they were not even remotely close to getting those two-point conversions. They got stuffed in the first two, mm-hmm. and to see that was super encouraging given how lackluster our pass rush has been up front and clogging the middle. So to blow up those first two two-point conversions was amazing to see. They weren't even close to getting those. So kudos to Dan Campbell and the boys for stuffing the run up the middle. You, I mean – you just do some quick math and, you know, you even have one of those, that's a tie game, but uh, you know, you rely on the extra point to actually win that, but two now you can't win. Right. So uh, eh, you could have tied on the two point conversion, but uh, no, completely changed the dynamics of this game. And I mean, that's huge for us. Can't even do math. Sorry. Long day. Uh, but it's, you know, we were able to, you know, again, attack on their mistakes and, um, Having Riley Patterson, another brand new kicker for the Lions, it feels like he's like the 19th kicker for the Lions in <laughs> this short season to go three for three, um, drilling, you know, three huge field goals in the 40s, like 41 to 49. Huge, absolute huge. I mean, for for the areas we've missed over the years, I mean, over the over the season, Jesus, <laughs> um, it, it, it's cost us. And I mean, to, to get nine points just from that, um, confidence is growing on the extra points team. The special team side, punting, um, everything's everything looked good. I mean, I think we just played a, you know, it had to be our best game all around. Um, and I, hopefully something we carry into against the Broncos. Um, and now, you know, Melvin Gordon's hurt on that team. Javante um, had a great game last night. I mean, who knows if he's going to keep that up. Uh, he's been a little up and down this year. But, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a fun game to watch next week. So um, that team – is probably right with us where it comes to broken down, you know, defense and offense each side of the ball. So, I mean, that could be a straight toss up. I, I haven't checked any lines yet, but um, we'll get more into that in the show. So uh, overall though, I mean, what a day though. I, I still shocked that we're in a position. now. <laughs> we don't have to talk about going oh sixteen 16 and one best feeling. Well, now we're getting afraid of not getting a one pick. If we get one more win, we keep this going. Can't happen. <laughs> well, Jacksonville's I mean, still got to play Houston one more time. Right. So one of them's getting three wins. I mean, it can happen. I mean, we just got to – I think worst case scenario, we get the two pick. But the way it's looking now with Kayvon Thibodeau and Hutchinson being one-two, they're, they're both really, really similar players. Hutchinson's got a little bit more of a loose cannon mentality. So if we end up with that two pick, it's not the end of the world. It's really not. We have a lot of holes. Um, to your point, James, before we're talking about the spread for the game, it's looking like the spread's eight in Denver now, which I think is a really, really high line. Really? Yeah. Okay. Plus eight right now, yeah. Plus eight right now, yeah. I think it's a little high, but 
Um, we'll see closer I, to the game. I actually love that for the Lions. I hate that for the Broncos. Yeah, it's a strange number. It's yeah, a really weird number. Huh. I think 42 is a little high. I feel like Denver. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I trust us putting almost 30 points up again. I agree. The over-under is 42. That's yeah. really high. I would make it like 38, 37, somewhere in there. It's kind of high. Yeah. I mean, I think the last two games you were right in that same area, too. I mean, we we went over this one, obviously. Bears game, we did not. So, that's interesting. I feel like I need to take advantage of that number now. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like this game against the Vikings was more of an anomaly. I don't know if we're putting up almost 60 points combined uh, going forward. But Weird, though, too, to because it. Madison had a good game. You know, you look on their side, Thielen got hurt in the first quarter, so he dipped, um, you know, so, like, lost a huge threat. I mean, he's having a fantastic season. So, I mean, that really hurt them for sure. I mean, it's no-brainer. Not having, having Dalvin Cook, obviously a huge blow for them. But, um, you know, Madison came right in, became an RB1, um, had a very, you know, solid performance. But, um, yeah, we held our own. I mean, all around, I can't. I can't complain. You know, I called out Conklin, you know, having, having a day in our first time we played them. He did not. And then he had a decent game today, seven for 60. So, all right. Wrong game. <laughs> Jeff, Justin Jefferson killed us too, but I mean, he's, yeah. just, uh, he's a stud. So he's kills, yeah, he kills everybody. Regardless. Yeah. He I keep looking at everybody. that stat line for him. He's just, he, he's a freak. Would he have 180 yards, give or take? Yeah, 11 for 180. His fantasy numbers just kept climbing as the day go on every time we started my app. <laughs> and, the, and the cheap score at the end, yeah. Yeah, no, but, like, it, it's crazy. It's like if you have a day like that, you have to get in the end zone. Like, I feel like that's Julio's, like, you know, flaw for, like, his career is, like, he's always gone, like – Oh, he's 10. allergic to the end zone. <laughs> he's allergic, and now he's just allergic to playing right now. So, yeah. but I mean, like you go 11 for 180, you got to get in. You got to get in. I mean, he had literally half of Cousins' yards. You got to give some props to Tyler Conklin too, the tight end. He had a pretty nice game for the for the uh, Vikings as well. Yeah. He had a, a lot of big plays for them. That's what I was saying. He got open. He had some big third down catches. Kept, yeah. the, kept the drives moving for them. Um, KJ, I mean, they were, they were getting a nice big play too. after big play. But I mean, like I said before, we just held in the field goals and that was the difference it seemed. Seemed like at will, Justin Jefferson was getting 12 yards, 20 yards to get a 50 yard bomb or more. It just it comes easy for him, but luckily we were able to keep him in check. So Jared, about- Goff, Jared Goff had 41 pass attempts yesterday. Wow. Probably he had threw the ball. He threw the ball 40 times yesterday. That yeah. is wild. Most probably had at least 10 on the last drive. I think right. St. Brown exactly. had up there were five yeah. catches on the last drive. Let's walk through that last drive, though. I mean, you know, we're down two points, you know, going in. Very little time left in terms of confidence as a Lions fan and then probably as a player. So you got a minute 50. Um, You know, what did did you hate and love about that drive, either of you, just about how they moved the ball? Um, I felt like they just – they had a good groove to actually getting to the 50-yard line, and then it got a little chippy. Uh, So I started having a few doubts. What'd you guys feel about that whole that whole you know, thing from start to finish? The one thing I loved was seeing that we had a couple third downs and it wasn't third and one. I think it was a third and ten, a third and six, and we converted. And I mean, we were making the right plays. Throws over the middle, we rush up, we get a quick spike. We're throwing it to the outside. We get the first down. We get out of bounds. We stop the clock. 
it seemed it was almost Stafford-esque where he's been in that situation dozens of times, leads us down, scores the final touchdown, and we win the game. Haven't seen that with Goff or anything close to it. And it seemed like he was a veteran and he's been in that situation so many times driving down the field. This is what I need. I need this amount of yards, go out of bounds, whatever it is. So it just seemed like it was such a change from what we've seen in the last three months. He just seemed like a veteran out there, knew the situation, felt comfortable. And converting on those third and longs really stood out to me as th- this is why we won the game. It, it was it was a great change to see. It was awesome. And I mean, I would I give him all the credit in the world for leading us down that drive. It was it was awesome to see. Really, really heady plays. Um, just taking what the defense gave him, and us picking up big chunk yardage after the plays. You know, after the, after the catch yard, after the catch there was big. But um, I'm I'm in Rossi and Brown making two big catches on that drive. One of them was a nice diving catch going towards the sidelines on first down. Sick catch on first down to get us nice chunk yardage on first. Um, made another great play getting out of bounds on a reception to stop the clock. So I think Amon Rossi and Brown was the, the, the unsung hero of that last drive. But to Drew's point, Jared Goff really did look like the veteran we were looking for when we first acquired him, making making not the great plays that Stafford made, but the necessary plays you need to win games and you know just making the plays that you need to make in the last drive. So he didn't do too much, kept it simple. Amon Rossi and Brown made all the big plays. We got down there and we got the lucky enough to get the game winning score on a good route from Amon Rossi and Brown too. So hopefully we can carry that over to next week. And he spread the ball out a little bit too. Like St. Yeah. Brown, I think had five catches, but obviously yep. Hawkinson was involved. Iwa Buke had the third down. No, St. Brown had 10. No, five, five in the last drive, I think. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Um, <laughs> and Iwa Buke had the third and 10 conversion uh, yeah. pass over the middle. That he did. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like he was, you know, looking for one guy. Like it seems like he's been doing for, most of the year, you know, you have your first read, it's TJ over the middle, whatever it is. He found the guy that was open and he, I mean, he felt comfortable with it. So just that improvement was, it was such a nice change to see. I love spreading the ball around like that, especially in crunch time. Yeah. I think the only thing that uh, confused me a little bit when they were, you know, in the red zone in that final drive with very little time left, the Vikings, I, I mean, I, this is how I felt. They had a ton. They did. I mean, they did not give any pressure, I think, to any of our receivers. They were in total prevent defense. Um, you saw that in that third to last play on that out route to St. Brown. I mean, if they had any more pressure on him, they actually could have tackled him in bounds. And it could have been the end because we had no timeouts and there was and, and that would not, you know, I mean, that, that, that could have been it. Um, and then that next play, we were able to at least huddle. Um, Goff made a very questionable throw. I think he tried forcing that in the end zone. And thank God he airmailed it. <laughs> it wasn't accurate at all. But I mean, you know, that was a scary play. That was 32. We went back end zone, completely flew over his head. And then, you know, again, if you actually break that tape down from that last play, um, St. Brown pretty much did like a, like an inside hitch in a way. And like right when he got in the end zone, he just turned and boom. And I mean, like, all of the secondary on the Vikings had to like, you know, charge at him. They they had no pressure defense at all right there. And I mean, that literally gave us the, the game. Cause I think if there was any type of added pressure on that, I mean, they were on the 12 yard line from that pass. So, I mean, like there was a, there, you had to put a little zip on that ball to actually get it to him in that tight spot. Right. And my boy, Igwe Buke getting that, picking up that third and 10, with that little nifty move at the end on that, on that drive as well. So. Yeah, I, you know, we got fortunate with Jared Goff not getting picked off there 
with about 23 seconds left getting intercepted on one of those deep passes. But, you know, we haven't gotten those breaks all year long. So we were, we were due to get a break somewhere and we finally got it. So great job spreading the ball around and got the break we needed. So. I loved hearing St. Brown's interview after the game, just the awareness he had of the situation. He, he knew it was the final play of the game had to be in the end zone can't <laughs> catch the ball short. So, I mean, that also can go back to coaching. They're teaching them what to do, be aware of the, whatever situations at hand. And he was shocked that he was so wide open, but he knew what he had to do in that, for that play. And it was, it was awesome to see. Loved hearing that from him. Yeah. It's, it's pretty safe to say that he's the number one right now. So um, he's filling his, his role. You know, I like what I see. He's growing over time. Um, And let's keep it up. Let's keep hitting him. But like, I mean, that's the thing we can't, we, you know, ride the hot streak, hundred percent ride the hot streak, keep feeding him the ball. You can't, you can't go now like a two for 20 next week. If you're St. Brown, you got to get at least, you know, eight looks next week. Hopefully snag in like six or seven and just like keep up with this. That's the only way he's going to keep getting better. Um, Matt, I see you talking in the chat. Roast someone right now. I'm roasting Mike Zimmer. That guy's got to go. He literally played every – seriously, he's had big games every year the last four years. You're a Viking fan. You want this guy's head. He's got to go. But anyway, uh, yeah. They're five and seven now. It's it's terrible. I think you have nine wins or eight wins. Seriously. He's got to go. It's just, it's like it's almost painful to watch with that level of talent. Think about that, so too. much talent there. Yeah, it's think- incredible, man. Think about the they watch. missed that they missed that field goal against the Lions. They're four and eight. Right, exactly. Isn't that crazy <laughs> to think about? One play, they'd be they're not even in the discussion for the playoffs. It's a really bad year for them, then. Yeah. So, all right. So, obviously, I'm going to take the shine for this. I got my first prediction win. I think we all need to give me a congratulations right now. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, I said I, I hoped we got a win before your prediction came true. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take a, a wash on that bet. I'll take this W. I'll give you your win. Yeah, it's a push. On. I love that. It's I'll over. It's over. I'm riding hot right now. So I went Hawk, touchdown, back-to-back games. Let's keep that up. He had a great game. Um, good blocking, too. Something that went a little under the radar. But um, he, he, he had some really good plays when he was actually just fighting on the line. Uh, that gave Goff a little added time to, you know, get the ball to the receiver. So great game by Hawk. Um, he was going nuts after the game. So keep that guy hot. Um, Matt, prediction didn't work out as planned. Nope. Buki and Raymond touchdown and or, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. So. You uh, keep having that losing record, just like me. Welcome to the club. And Andrew, I mean, not a not a bad prediction. I mean, they actually went right with their, you know, I guess their their last few game averages. Um, honestly, I don't care that you lost this one because we won. So, offense. <laughs> what was it? You hold them to twenty one or less, and we win. So yeah, predicted twenty one or less. But I, I mean, I didn't expect us to get twenty nine on the board. So. Yeah, I mean, we uh, take the L today. Jefferson single-handedly, you know, did that. Uh, <laughs> he was a part of every drive. So, alrighty. So, what do we got? Uh, Lions Broncos on Sunday, uh, four o'clock game. A little West Coast action. Um, maybe we'll hit up Hoboken for that one, and the boys are together again. So, yeah. let's check on that. Um, let's go through this as we're wrapping up. Uh, Andrew, what do you got for a little uh, 
little prediction for us. Maybe it's just because I'm feeling good after this week. But I'm going to say we go 2-0 in December, and we upset Denver. That's what I'm going with. Oh, my God. The balls in this kid. Dan Campbell makes me happy. That reaction, J.R. Goss feeling good about himself. You give us a win. Make us 2-0 in December. I want it. Okay. They're in last place. I'm just saying. Just saying. I mean, if we can stop Teddy Bridgewater, who I don't think is an elite quarterback, get a couple quick touchdowns on the board, we got a chance. Yeah, he's not any better than Kirk Cousins, so. What's Teddy, what do you got? You know, how I feel about Khalif Raymond is how I feel about Zach Zenner and Tom Kennedy. So having said that, I'm going to say my boy Khalif Raymond gets at least five catches and 50 yards receiving next week. That's my prediction. Get Khalif Raymond the ball in space. Let that man create Khalif Raymond magic for your boy. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Goff is bringing this confidence right into Denver. Um, I'm going 260 passing yards for Goff. Um, I'm not going to sprinkle anything else in because I'm a little scared. <laughs> so let's go 260 and up. Um, and let's hope for a dub. Let's go. So four o'clock game win. out there. Doubt we're the game of the week. That'd be, that'd be really freaking funny if we were, but um, I haven't looked at the global schedule yet, but yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Let's do it, baby. Let's take so, let's, let's, let's get in there and shock some people again. Here we go. All right, boys. So let's hit it. Maybe we'll have a day in Hoboken together. We'll, uh, we'll watch. Maybe we'll do a little uh, emergency pod after together. A little, a little change up. We'll just, do, we'll just do the live pod. We'll do the live pod from the bar in Hoboken. How's that? Maybe we should do that. Spice that up a little bit. It might be a little loud. We're going to have to bring our uh, <laughs> pod equipment. So <laughs> I line up. You heard it first. Victory Monday. Thanks for sharing it with us. We'll see you next time. Let's go Lions. Whoop, whoop. Good win.